Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This 710 podcast is brought to you by Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Wines. Coppola's Diamond Collection offers the perfect wines to celebrate both big and small occasions this summer. Claret Cabernet Sauvignon is the perfect pairing with juicy burgers. And Diamond Sparkling Prosecco goes great with friends at your next garden party. Enjoy your summer with Diamond Collection Wines. Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Sonoma, California. Please drink responsibly. What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Linz, what do you got? Well, guys, Britney Spears has announced that she is releasing a book titled The Woman in Me, which is available to pre-order now. Oh, Cappy's all over it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I am, too. The pop star's memoir will cover the events of the conservatorship put in place by her father, which was eventually removed in 2021 after 13 years. Mm -hmm. It's described as, quote, a brave and astonishingly moving story about her freedom, fame, motherhood, survival, faith, and hope. Now, how different is it from the Hulu documentary? Well, she didn't have have any say like those were all produced on their own right and she but also not produced by her father either so correct yeah she she said that a lot of that stuff was untrue and a lot of it was based on rumors which okay i mean that's what tmz is kind of in the rumor business right um and i do think that tmz is like some type of relationship with her dad but yeah. i was just telling these guys back here lauren funch that i think that if she's doing a book I feel like she's going to reveal way more. Oh, she's going to sell a lot of copies. She's got oh, yeah. an, incre- an like an incredibly rabid fan base. Oh still. yeah, and mm-hmm. I, I think I think the fact that she is so open on social media and she's so mm-hmm. like she doesn't care what people think about her. She's just going to do whatever the hell she wants. Yeah. and I'm sure that people probably want to protect her. I just feel like yeah. she's uh she's definitely going to share some things. That I think we've never we're going to like get the half truth from her. I agree with Fudge. The I feel truth. like being naked on IG yeah. is very different than being naked emotionally. Like we're going to get the Derek Jeter. Autobiography from uh, Britney Spears. A bit. <laughs> yeah, but but did anybody happen to see Britney take to Instagram, and you know she's standing in her living room in her really palatial estate up in uh, the Mulholland Estates area, you know, and she's got her skirt pulled way, way, way down to expose her midriff. You know, she does that like, in every video. Yeah, no, I realize. Happens. I'm saying that that's her whole thing. Like she, she's always showing her midriff, like she's 16 or 18 years old, like she was as a kid. Well, she's got a body, you know. No, listen, I'm all for it. Don't get me wrong. And so, she's I mean, if you looked there. like that, you'd be naked all the time, right? I mean, <laughs> I, I would never be wearing a shirt. Um, so then she's standing there and she's kind of telling you the whole Wemby deal. Well, you know, how about we just let her say it? Okay, because she's not letting this Wemby thing go. Yeah, I think she's talking about you. Well, here, here's what she said. Hi, so I wanted to share with you guys an incident that happened in Vegas that a lot of people are talking about. And I heard on the news um, this radio station talking smack and talking but I'm addressing it, um, saying that I deserve to be smacked. Security was doing their job and protecting their client. Um, I've been with the most famous people in the world in sync at one time. Girls would like literally throw themselves at them on my way into the place. Actually, I was knocked down by like three 12 year olds trying to get my picture. My security not one time touched them or even came near them. Um, Point being is 
Um, I didn't appreciate the people saying that I deserve to be hit because no woman ever deserves to be hit. I simply tapped him on the back and I was backhanded, hit my face, came back on the floor. My best friend picked me up and held me. And um, I did get an apology um, at my table 30 minutes later, um, but I have yet to receive a public apology. That's it. Okay, so free, went, free, I, free Britney. I, I would agree that no one deserves to get hit, right? I feel like we established that. Now, I don't know if is she talking about you? Like, is she talking about us? Like, I don't. Rem, I remember vaguely the conversation that we had. Why is Steve Mason back here? Hey, what are I you think doing? He's going back to the LAFC game. Oh, he's going to LAFC. LAFC. I don't on St. Louis. I don't remember if we had that specific conversation. I know we did have the conversation about Wemby and Britney Spears, but I don't recall anyone here saying anything other than, hey, you know, like, yeah, you, you shouldn't hit a woman. And also, but we were also kind of having the other side of the conversation. Like, what would her security have done if the roles were reversed? Right. Like, so we were having that conversation, but apparently, um, you know, I, I thought of like you, I'm like, could Cappy have said something and I not have caught it? Or did he say something when I was gone? So we have a take from Friday, Cappy, from mm-hmm. you. Okay. What did I say? When I was gone. I don't know. I wasn't here. Okay. I don't know about, what said Br- either. about Brittany. Is this what, okay. Yeah. Let's hear what Cappy had to say about Brittany. So, I mean, this whole idea that she gets hit by the security guard and that there's charges that could be pressed. And gosh, we should really be careful about what we're talking about because a man hitting a woman. I'm like, guys, this is a story about a celebrity sighting gone wrong. Mm -hmm. This is not about violence, you know? I mean, it just wasn't. Now the story is she hits herself in the face, whatever. But she turned it into, I'm a victim of violence, rather than, this got just a little bit weird, and oh my goodness, this security guy didn't know it was me, and I hit myself in the face. Okay, it's all good. It was just a, a big funny thing that happened. Yeah. Instead of her making it funny and having a sense of humor, she kind of turned it into like, I'm a victim. Mm-hmm. You think, so now, after hearing that, I think George, she's going after you. She might be. She might be, and I'm here for it. I really am. now. Not I'm, me. That's I, you, bro. I don't want anything to do with her husband because her husband looks like he's pretty yoked. He will kick your ass. Okay, I don't want anything to do with that guy right there. Yeah, I don't want anything to do with her and her fan base either. That's all you, homie. Well, let me tell you something. Um, Brittany could have made this really fun. She could have made this really fun. I mean, no one getting hit is fun. Like, Well, though, you know? I mean, here's the thing. Yeah. All the charges were dropped, but a guy from the San Antonio security team hit Britney Spears in the arm, and Britney Spears' arm then hit her in the face. That guy who hit Britney Spears, I I still to this moment blame Britney Spears' security team. I mean, how there is not a rumble in that hallway in that moment. You just smacked Britney Spears' hand and, and forced her to hit herself in the face? What's wrong with you guys? And by the way, this is all Britney's security team's fault in the first place. Because if she wants a picture with Wemby, Brittany gets the picture with Wemby, okay? But it requires her security guy to go to their security guys and go, hey, big guy, hey, big guy, I've told you the whole big guy rules. So, listen, it doesn't surprise me one bit that Brittany was listening to the show and that she was offended by somebody talking you-know-what. But I think I was defending Brittany, and I still to this moment say, free Brittany. Really? That's right. Mm. You feeling me, Perk? Mm. Really? That's right. Yeah. 
I feel like you were uh, singing a different tune on Friday. I mean, you just heard what I said. Yeah, and you said you said I feel like she's turned this into. She has. She turned it into, into I'm a victim. a victim. She should she should have turned it into I have a sense of humor. Well, I mean, she was also a victim at the same time. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Both things can be true, right? Correct. Oh, oh, yes. really? Both things can be true at once. I mean, should she have approached them that way? Probably not, because I would imagine if the roles were reversed, that would not be appropriate either. Boy, they take Wemby down in two seconds. But, but, what I would say is, she did get hit, and she deserves an apology. Public um, apology. That's I, all she wants. That's all she wants. Yeah. I Public mean, apology. Listen, I, 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 he needs to just do it, right? Listen, until I see Wemby crying on Instagram... The dude is not apologized. Yeah, I, I don't know what needs to happen. I feel like if they've already apologized, they've apologized. Public apology, public. private apology. No, That's not for public. me to decide. No, well, she, she requires said he public. already did. No, no, he she did said apologize. he did it. He did it in private right. at her table. Right. Have an ounce of class and apologize right. to this woman on on social media. Apologize to her publicly. I mean, they're going to come after you, bro. So what should she have done, Cappy? You said she should have had fun with it and been like, oh, right. I have a sense of humor. What would you right. have done if you she, were her? She would have, what she should have done was been like, oh, my God, this has been the craziest thing. I saw this super tall guy, and I went chasing after him because I thought it would be fun to take a picture. And as it turns out, I went to you know try and get a hold of him, and his security guy went to smack my hand away because he didn't even know it was me. And then what happened is I hit myself in the face, and oh, my God, well, what a but, funny, but, weird but thing she, that happened. She probably didn't know she hit herself with her hand because if it happens that fast, you just think – you just feel something hit your face all right well then they should have pressed charges this guy put his hands on her i believe they well, did she tried to right. and las and vegas police no they Dro- didn't drop them they chose not to per- press the charges like she per- filed them and on, they said no based on the video they saw they yeah. chose not to press charges right all right well she should have if she would have had a sense of humor about the whole thing it would have been cute it would have been funny it would have been benign but instead she turned it into i'm a victim well if she's a victim i stand with Brittany. Okay. Because you know what, George? Sometimes you can convince yourself of your own truth, even though the rest of us of us see it differently. And then you just marry yourself to your own truth, and that's what really? Brittany's doing here. I think she's just mad that she was. Now she's like going to send another person. Instagram post about yeah. this. Oh, yeah. Now for watch real, out, that's Kim. happening. I don't know. Listen, Scott I'm doing Kaplan. psychological evaluations okay. on the air. Scott Kaplan. We do okay. not endorse his opinions. I do takes. not. No, at all. That's all you. That's all him. Not me. Yeah. Well. I understand these things. Yeah. Not not me. I am not condoning that behavior or his commentary in the least. So there you have it. I ordered her book. You already ordered it, huh? Yep. Yeah. By the way, Cappy, I was incorrect slightly. What? I've never I would never even consider such a thing. You being incorrect, stop. The baseball numbers I was referring to were not Sunday night baseball. It was uh-huh. the two weekly games, one on Fox Sports one mm-hmm. and on MLB network. Mm-hmm. which have 410,000 and 239,000 respectively. Mm-hmm. Um, and the WNBA game, NBA games on ESPN and ABC both trump those numbers by a wide margin. Mm-hmm. So you have it. Just wanted to clear on that. Okay. Well, I, listen, I think here's what my, my thought going forward is this. Any talk of baseball on this show, waste of everybody's time. No, it's not. And we should we should spend more time on WNBA. It's not a waste of everyone's time. What I'm just saying is don't be a summarily dismisser. A, a summarily dismisser? Yeah. Or a summarial, summarial, sum, mm, I don't know. I got to think about how to divide those words up. I mean, summary. I didn't know how to say it, so I figured those are the two words that we should be discussing because that's what I said. You summarily dismiss them. Don't be such a dismissal of, don't be such a summarial d- dismisser. 
of well, stuff. Well, summarily, so it's not yeah, summarial. Um, summarial yeah. probably would mean something else, I presume. I don't know. I don't even know if it's a real word. I may have just made it up. Perhaps. But you are on fire. En fuego. And not in a good way. Don't get burned, Cappy. Don't Brittany, get burned. Brittany, I love you, girl. Don't get burned. Uh, all right, coming up next, Darvin Ham. Man, he's making the rounds over at Summer League. We'll tell you what he's up to next. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, I might have Bad Bunny on the no-oxygen list for a little bit. Oh. Why? You know, because of who he's dating. But who he, who, oh, is he dating a Kardashian? Yes. Yeah, for a while, remember Which the one? whole... You sang a song about Devin Bro. Booker. Oh, right. Anyways. Yeah, but it was about Devin Booker. Right, but <laughs> it was because they both dated Kendall Jenner, I believe. I know, but you, yeah. you understand how shocking it is for me to hear Laura say, Pedro, she's, uh, <laughs> she's got problems with Bad Bunny. I mean, that's well, very shocking. I'm just saying he needs to, you know, whatever. We're not getting into that. Pero, Pero. I wanted to give him a shout out because Bad Bunny's album, Un Verano Sin Ti, is now the most streamed album on Spotify. There you have it. In Spotify history. And I want to do a double thing because, you know, Latino stand up. Also, Pedro Pascal and Jenny Ortega are the first Latinos to land leading acting Emmy noms in drama comedy series since 2008. For what production? For what show? Well, Jenny Ortega is for Wednesday. Mm -hmm. I was obsessed with that show. Yeah, the Adams Family show. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then Pedro Pascal, I know he's in a show that I don't watch. Mandalorian. There you go. Yeah. I don't watch it. Mm -hmm. Pedro, Pedro? But you know, Latino stand up. Can't be just stand up. Stand up. Try it, stand. You know, up. I stopped watching The Mandalorian after one season, not because I didn't like it, just because I ran out of time to watch mm-hmm. something. So I may pick that up again. Oh, the second one is a tearjerker. Really? Second season? I cried at the end. Oh, yeah. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Big time. Can't wait for Wednesday. I love that. Yeah, I don't know I'm going to pick What's up The Mandalorian on? again. I got nothing to do in the summer now that I ran through succession so quickly. I'll tell you, George, I'm watching a series right now. I think it's a short series. I think six or seven episodes. It's on HBO Max or, hey, sorry, just Max. Max. Uh, it's called Love and Death. Have you heard about this? No. Okay, this is a story mm-hmm. about this uh, these church-going Christian people in Texas in the mm-hmm. mid-'80s. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's a true story. Yeah, true story. So it's, it's a scripted show? It's a scripted show about a true story. Mm-hmm. And um, here's why. I'm only three episodes in, but here's what the story is. This woman is married to this guy. They're Like I said, they're very church-going people. They're well-known in their community. And she starts sleeping with another guy from the congregation, from the choir, and his wife is going through all kinds of like mental health problems. And so they have this affair. But then they're like, like he's getting his marriage back together and she's not really getting hers back together. 
and I haven't gotten this far in the series yet, but the true story is, is that the woman who was cheated on tried to kill the woman who was the cheater, but the woman who was the cheater in self-defense killed the mother slash wife who was being cheated on. Does that make sense? Did I describe that well or no? No. I confuse you? It's about Candy Montgomery who killed the guy she was having an affair with back in the 80s. Candy Montgomery uh, killed the wife, I think, That's of what the I guy. Meant. Yes, yes, the wife of the guy she was having an affair with. Right. They actually had a, a series on Hulu that Jessica Biel played the same role. It was like based off the same story. Jessica Biel played Candy. This was, I don't know, six months ago or whatever. This mm-hmm. one is way better. It has uh, Elizabeth Olsen. Yeah. As the lead, yeah. it's way better than the other one. The other one's just called Candy on Hulu. Yeah. Check it out, George. Love and Death. I'm three episodes in. And I'll, I'll, I'll leave you with this to try and tease you into watching this. You ready? I don't ready? think you'd like it, George. No, hold on. You get to the end of episode three, and the two women are face-to-face, the, the cheater and the cheated. And the cheated goes, hold on, I'll be right back. And she comes walking into the room, and she's holding a big old axe. And that's when episode three ends. So I got to know what happens next. I mean, she starts swinging this axe at this girl or what? And then how does this girl escape? I'm going to watch the rest of it. Love and death, George. Try it out. Mm-hmm. Let me know what you think. Uh, it doesn't sound like my kind of show, to be honest. No. Yeah. No. I mean, Succession we watch together. Yeah, it just yeah, doesn't sound like my kind of thing. No. Not interested, huh? Yeah. By the way, Cappy, I thought of you on Friday. Tell me. Because I watched the last part of the Arnold doc. Oh, I loved it. And you're right about it being inspirational. Kind of made me feel like I'm an a-hole. Like, get, you know you know how he's like, you know all these people, they want to play the victim, whatever he says. And, you know, if, li- if life sucks, change it, you know. And it just made me feel like, you know what, he's right. You should sign up for his daily newsletter. Uh, because he sends all kinds of things, nutrition, working out, inspiration, you know, getting over humps and battles in your life. Uh, and I saw Arnold put out a thread yesterday. Is that what you call those now? Like if somebody puts out a tweet, I guess you would call it a thread. Yep. Arnold put out a thread. I guess his his Netflix doc series, whatever, was one of the most watched and, I mean, just did huge, massive numbers. Yeah, within the first few, like, hours or days, it was the most streamed in that short period of time, yeah. Yeah, good for Arnold. And I'm telling you, I'm getting his emails every day, and he, he writes really interesting stuff, and I don't know for sure that it's all him, or maybe he dictates it and somebody else, you know, puts it out there for him, but I'm telling you, Arnold, the Arnold doc was great. I loved it. Uh, yeah, I'm with you on that. At first I was just like, nah, whatever, but he's a very articulate guy. I was I was surprised at how how like well spoken he is as far as like about just life in general and I don't mean literally speaking I'm just saying like his his ideas and thoughts and he's just a very you know seems like a very motivational guy like you said mm-hmm, mm-hmm. inspirational I was, I was 18 years old I was sitting in a training camp George you'll love this because I know you wanted to talk about that Pat Fitzgerald uh, Northwestern story mm-hmm. I was 18 years old I was a freshman in college I was at our first training camp. I'm in this little, tiny, nothing town called Johnstown, Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. and I am miserable, man. And I'm miserable because, you know, it's, I'm, I'm 18, I'm by myself, I'm kind of realizing, like, you know, I don't live at home anymore, I don't have my mom to do stuff for me, I just, and I'm, I'm, I'm battling with other kickers in training camp, and I'm trying to play, but, you know, it was really like six or seven guys against one, because they didn't really care who played as long as it wasn't me, you know? And, and so... I'm sitting there, I'm reading this this, uh, article from Arnold Schwarzenegger, and I remember this quote, I don't remember it exactly, like I didn't take a picture of it back then and hang it on my wall, but it's something like, 
when you want something, you just focus all your mental energy on it, mm-hmm. and then it just sort of manifests. And I'm 18 years old, and this is like 30-something years ago, and it's so stuck with me. I've loved Arnold Schwarzenegger ever since. I love people who are not just one thing. They don't get pigeonholed into, he was just a bodybuilder, so he can't be a great actor. He, he's just a bodybuilder and actor, so he can't be the governor of the state of California. I mean, he never let those rules apply to him. And I love our Arnold, I know you're listening right now. Much love to you, sir. Love to have you on the show. Much love. Although George hates the documentary. I just have no interest. Well, I mean, you seem to make it, you know, as though he, he couldn't have a documentary because it's from him. So therefore, you right. know, has no it's credibility. It's not about hating. It's just indifferent. I love you, Arnold. I kind of forgot he did that movie about being pregnant. <laughs> that was so dumb. <laughs> yeah. And he also had, you know, twins. He talked about how twins was such a big, impactful role in his life. He made, that was like the first, like the, the biggest grossing movie at the time ever. Yeah. yeah. I love Arnold. I love Arnold Schwarzenegger. Hey, um, speaking of love, I want to say something else. We are going to love to party, party, oh, party this Friday starting at 10 a.m. at the West Covina Sports Complex. Your entire 710 family is going to be in the house, pressing the flesh. All right? Lots of food, games, drinks, giveaways, fun for your entire family. Special thanks to Johnsonville. Johnsonville, America's favorite sausage or America's favorito sausage. Wait, what? Just a little, little flavor to it, George. That's all I'm saying. A little spice. <laughs> okay. You feel that? I, I guess, yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, Arnold Schwarzenegger, I love the guy. You do? I do. Okay. I do indeed. I'm glad you do. I do. Not for me, bro. I understand. So, um, speaking of uh, football for a quick second, I know yesterday you were saying, because we only had an hour, you wanted to jump into that Pat Fitzgerald story. You know, yeah, whole, I feel uh, like you're uniquely qualified to have this discussion because you played big-time college football. I'll tell you, George, it's it's one of those stories, though, like hazing, coach gets fired, then you hear about racism and, you know, sexual assault and, you know, nudity in the locker room. And I'm like, um, gosh, those are like the stories that I put my hand up over my eyes. Like, ugh, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to see it. But I've been – you can't really escape these kinds of stories, right? I mean – a conference that USC and UCLA are moving into, all of a sudden, you know, I have more interest in these kinds of teams. Northwestern is a school I think of like Stanford, Cal, Virginia, North Carolina, Duke. I mean, I think of them as being like one of the great academic institutions that's not an Ivy League school. Right. And then to have this sort of a a scandal happen in your football program? Not good, my friend. You think the coaches know about this kind of stuff when it happens? Uh, I'm presuming so. I am too. You know, I mean, I think at worst they're being like negligent. Like one of the stories I read said, like when it got brought up that one of the coaches like, I don't want to hear it. I don't know what you're talking about. And just like walked away. You know, when I first read this story, I thought to myself, there's a kid who did not have a good experience, who thought he should have been more or played more or played a different position or should be in the NFL now, and that coach held him back, and I'm going to get that coach. Like That was like my first thought. And then you just keep reading on and on and on, and, I mean, just the allegations alone, true, false, whatever is ultimately proven, 
you're a school like that. You just can't even have that. You can't. Even, it's it's just toxic. That's why you got to fire a coach. But I'll tell you, all these coaches that always tell you things like, "Well, I don't know," I don't ever really believe that. I kind of feel like oftentimes coaches say to their players, "It's kind of like George." Remember the movie? Uh, what's the Tom Cruise movie with Jack Nicholson? Um, you can't handle a few the good truth. men. Yeah, you can't handle the truth. <laughs> right. It's like a code red. Did you order the code red? Hey, you want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. Mm-hmm. Did you order the code red? You can't handle the truth, Sedano. I, why can't I handle the truth? Well, I mean, it was just for dramatic effect. Oh, you know? I was going to say. But I think these coaches, honestly, in their own football way, order code reds to try and weed out what they think is weakness. Or let's get scholarships back. Or this guy can't play. He's not what I thought he was. Let's get him out of the program. Have the guys make him quit. Bully him. Beat on him. Embarrass him. Humiliate him. I don't know, man. I don't buy this when coaches tell me that they didn't know anything this was going on. It's going to be fascinating because he's going to sue the school. You know what I mean? And I'm curious to see what that leads to. Now, that could be... I don't know if that's always the right move because if they start doing more digging and you make this like a legal process, even though it is civil, right? Um, there could be a lot of stuff that comes out of there that you may not want if you're Pat Fitzgerald. Like you just got to be careful. All I know is this. I read this quote from the kid who uh, is the accuser and he said, hey, look, I had a great experience. I, I, um, I love being a Northwestern alum, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, if you love your school and you loved your experience – and you're 10-plus years removed from playing, why is this happening right now? Yeah. I, I just thought it was uh, – look, and by the way, honestly, like, I, I was listening to some meathead who will remain nameless, and I, it was just like, oh, psh, you know, it's just guys being guys, locker room behavior and stuff. Look, man, if somebody – if the stuff that's in there is true, let's just say – because we don't know for sure yet, right? Mm-hmm. It's like – yeah, I could see where somebody would be uncomfortable with that. And just because it's always been done shouldn't be that it, it always continues to be done. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's kind of it, – because the, the way it's funny, the, it's funny like when even the people who are defending it, right, say like, oh, it's just silly, stupid behavior. Well, then why do we accept the silly, stupid behavior is my question. You know? Like, just move on. Like, just play football and find other ways to – Create camaraderie, you know? You mean you mean like a bunch of guys in the shower after practice wrestling naked and then holding a guy down on the floor and one guy putting his stuff in the other guy's face? Like, that's we should, like, eliminate that stuff, right? Especially if someone's uncomfortable with it, sure. Oh, man, you should have seen some of the wacky stuff. Oh, I, I bet. Man. I bet. But what I'm saying is, like, you know, and if you're another coach, let's just flip, do the flip side to this. Don't you eliminate all this hazing stuff? I mean, even if it is, even if you don't think it's happening, don't you have a meeting and say, this should never happen, this will never happen, at the very least for self-preservation, even if you don't, even if you don't have an opinion on it, with, right. you know, what, right. you should do what's right anyway, like, right. don't get me wrong, right? Like, you obviously should do the right thing, but even if you're the most selfish coach in the world, just for self-preservation, you would do it. Right. You should just tell your team over and over again, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it, so that there's a bunch of people saying, you know, coach? always said don't do it right and no zero tolerance if somebody does it you're out you're off the team right or or suspended or whatever because you're going to get fired too i had one experience i know we gotta hit this break i had one experience one night where to this day i'm still convinced that the coach 
sent the players to do a job, which was essentially to get my scholarship back and try and get me to quit because I, because I was in a, the middle of a red shirt. And they're like, you know what? We get our scholarship back and we get this guy to quit. Go have these guys do this. And, dude, it was bad. Well, it could have been a lot worse. Right. Mason is back here for a second time looking for his glasses. Hey, Hi, Mace. These are my favorite glasses. Hi, yeah. Mace. Yeah. Look at him. Look at him. He's just walking in the studio looking for his glasses, distracting George. Oh, I told him George is on his phone. It's okay. You can go in there. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm listening to I'm you. I'm teasing you, George. Look at Mace. Look at him. He Actually, my this. phone, look, for the YouTube audience, is in my pocket. Yeah, he's on his computer. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Okay. Right. The laptop. Steve Mason showing up tonight with Jacob and Ronnie. Where for are your glasses? LAFC. God, so All right, we got to go to break, Mr. All Cupping. Right. All right. All right. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. All right, Sedano. Where are you at, Sedano? I'll take it away. How about that? Time for big deal or no deal, which means here she is, Lindsay Baseball, standing by. Thanks, Cappy. All right, so, Cappy, I don't know if you saw this. One of the main stories on ESPN.com today is that John Gruden attends to, quote, burn the NFL's house down mm-hmm. with everything that's been going on with the emails that triggered his firing. And it was basically uh, commander's owner, Daniel Snyder, kind of leaking the emails, which is now coming back to haunt him because, again, this is turning into a big mess for both him and John Gruden. And like I said, Gruden's quote was that he tends to burn the NFL's house down with this whole trial. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to sue the NFL for leaking this information publicly. Mm-hmm. Do you think that him saying that and his intentions to do so are a big deal or no deal? I do. I think it's a big deal. Because John Gruden was making a lot of money as the Raiders head coach. Remember, he had that 10-year, $100 million contract. And prior to that, as a Monday Night Football analyst and an ESPN personality, he was making plenty of money there, too. And prior to that, he made a lot of money. Here's my point. John Gruden has has been canceled by the NFL. Somebody chose to air him out. Now, hold on. I'm not condoning what he said, so let's not go crazy. I'm just saying that someone aired John Gruden out. Somebody decided to put out a hit on John Gruden. And here's the thing. While Gruden's made a lot of money, and he's got plenty of money if he wants to spend it on lawyers, you don't think that there are lawyers out there that would love to take this case you're, you're representing Gruden against the NFL. I mean, these guys will take that case on a contingency. So I think it's a really big deal. What do you say, George? Huge deal. 
I think it could be huge problems if he's got the goods, right? Like, if you don't got the goods, then it's not going to matter, right? But um, if he's got the goods, if he can somehow prove that, then it is a monster case for sure. Like, what else are they expecting to come out of this that we don't already know? Like, there's got to be more to it, right? Well, I think what's more to it is this. Tell and, and think about it like this. Why is he the only guy that got whacked in this whole deal? I mean, there's why? Because he's wh- the only one who talked about it. Where did he? But talk you're right. About but you're you're right. Actually, now that now that you mention, I know what you mean by the question. Like he obviously there were emails for everybody that were leaked and seen, and he specifically was picked out of that all those emails to say this guy was saying these things when you know a lot of other coaches or you would assume that a lot of them have said, you know, unsightly things or, you know, well, I mean, just offensive line, things. Put it this way. They could have buried it and kept it quiet. They chose not to. Somebody somewhere decided that they were going to oust Gruden. And, I'm, I mean, at least that's the way it looks to me. Now, does not make John Gruden some angel? Because it makes him going to make him look dumber because... Well, they're going to have a lot of dirt on him, more than even was probably already put out there. So he's got to be careful, too, again. Think about that. I mean, they're going to... You're going to read what he said. You're going to have access to all of that stuff. And you're going to think to yourself, hey, John, why would you ever... Whether you're working for ESPN or working for an NFL team, why would you ever put that in writing? I mean, dude, I'm careful with what I text people. Except what you say to Britney Spears on the show. Free Britney. Yeah. All right, so yesterday... Talking about us on her Instagram. I know. At least she could have said the name of the show. Now watch, right. she's going to follow it up. Or other people, and you know, we get legal letters here. Yeah, right. you're, you're going to yeah. get famous for in a way that you don't want, Cappy. I want Britney to chase me down. My, my security oh, no. guy knows who she is. Oh, no. Look what you're bringing on to us. Once again, Sedano and Cap, ESPN LA, and uh, Good Karma Broadcasting does not endorse anything that Cap says during the show. I don't, I don't know what I said that was so bad. I'm just saying, I don't want We're that smoke. We're just distancing ourselves just, uh, you know, from a legal perspective. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't want that smoke. Exactly. All right, so yesterday, the NBA's Board of Governors approved two rule changes that will go into effect next season. One is a second coach's challenge, and the other is an in-game flopping penalty. So for the coach's challenge, if a team gets a challenge correct earlier in a game, it will now have a chance for a second one right. later. Right, and they'll keep their timeout. Right, they'll still do that, but you won't keep this. If you challenge a second time, you'll still lose the timeout after that, but you'll get a second chance at a challenge, which is the rule that a lot of people have been screaming about forever like why do you lose it if you win it right and the second one is the flopping penalty now when a referee calls a flop there will be an non-unsportsmanlike technical foul called on the offending player's team and they keep possession right yes right now previous to that it was just a fine so now it affects the on the court situation yes uh and the opposing team will get a free throw so are, are these new rules a big deal or no deal um yeah, I think it's a big deal. I think having an extra challenge in your back pocket is f- particularly huge, I would say. The flopping one is going to be wild because it's going to be somewhat sub- – like, they're going to call a lot of them early. People are going to think it's too subjective, and it's going to be uh, crazy like they do whenever they change any rule in a professional sport. Um, but I do think the challenge one makes a ton of sense. Like, that to me should have been like, done much sooner, but, you know, here we are. I um, I only think it's a big deal because of the flopping foul, the flopping call. 
think about what happens when LeBron flops or AD flops. I mean, not only are they going to flop, then they're probably going to get teed up for arguing about flopping. Like, I like the I'm way actually, you say flop. I'm actually really looking forward to a lot of flippy floppy. Flop. Flippy floppy fouls. He's a flopper. I remember when everybody used to call Shaq a flopper, and he'd like, I take offense to that. Well, actually, Shaq was never the flopper. He was the guy calling out the floppers, actually. It was the reverse. He would call out Vladi Divac. He called them the uh, president of the flop turnity. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, he, he hates w- the floppers. Yeah, I he, take that personal. It, it was the other way around. No, he had this quote. He was like, man, he goes, I take that personal. Was that a Which southern was, Shaq? No, no, not southern. There's no southern it in there. It sounded like you were trying to do Charles there for yeah. a second. No, not at all. I take that personal, Chuck. Hey, Chuck. There you go. There you go. I take that personal, Chuck. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So last one here. I found this story from the AP pretty interesting. The headline is, quote, baseball players are staying mindful on the diamond with barefoot walks in the grass. So the story focuses specifically on Diamondbacks first baseman Christian Walker, Hmm. pun intended, I guess, who has been practicing grounding for years. He says that walking around barefoot in the grass before a game has to do with harnessing the Earth's energy. Players, which I guess there's a lot of them, who participate in barefoot walking say that the benefits are wide-ranging. They give the feet opportunity to move without the constraints of shoes to potentially decrease pain and inflammation. It lowers stress and helps normalize the nervous system for improved sleep and day-to-day function, among other potential benefits for the heart, cortisol levels, and mental health. Mm-hmm. Is this practice of grounding, for you, a big deal or no deal? Cappy. No deal. I'll, I'll give you an example why. So I don't play golf that often anymore, pretty rarely as a matter of fact. But when I do, I must tell you, and I know this is going to sound weird, I really prefer playing barefooted. Playing golf barefoot is great. If, if it's a really nice golf course with really nice grass and fairways, and you can play barefoot, I don't know why, I just I prefer playing golf barefoot. I like the feel of the grass on my feet. Um. I, I love barefoot being barefoot um, in nice grass. Um, I did it all my life growing up. Um, I do it now in my yard. Um, sure. I, 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 I like being barefoot. It's fine. It makes me want to walk on a baseball field barefoot because I can feel it. Like, I can see that. Well, like the... I, I mean, not the dirt part no, of no, it, yeah, but the no. grass. Yeah, sure. Like, you know, a little grass in between your toes and being like, ah, you know, like right before you go play a game. How's that? Like what? Ah. Okay. To your point, Cappy, obviously you feel like there's a benefit, you know, golfing without your shoes on. It's freeing, well, it's right? Just, it's just what they said, grounding. It's like um, I'm getting a chance to kind of like put my feet into the earth. Yeah. So it's like it should be a big deal because you're like, yeah, I already do that. I'm on top yeah. of that. Yeah. That's why I kind of think it's no deal because I'm already on top of it. I thought it was cool and interesting. Uh, and, you I know, like baseball players, I feel like they're just, they're the best. <laughs> they just really are. Are they? I feel like baseball players are historically the biggest pains in the asses. Yes, but I feel like a lot of their quirks make them very intriguing. I mean, I guess in a good that's way. a different story. But that, yeah, I, I actually think baseball players, because you have to deal with them so often in 162 games, they're usually the biggest pains in the tuchus. Just like you, Cappy. I was thinking more like NBA players. Oh, it's not even close, dude. NBA players are available like two and three times a day on a game day. Mm. Like baseball players, I've seen baseball Pitchers shouting at sports writers because it's not their day. Like, 
And the NFL is just as bad, too. Oh, you can only speak to so-and-so on a Tuesday, and you can't speak to him on a Wednesday. I love that voice. <laughs> it's, like, ridiculous, man. Um, baseball yeah. is looser than than the NFL, but I but the guys get more ornery about it, is what I would say. You know, it's funny, you know, my dad in his retired life, you know what he does now, George? Yeah, he collects urine. Yeah, he's a drug tester. That's and awesome. Like, and he's like, dude. He's the Wizenator guy. Yeah, That's he, great. He's like, dude, he's like, if they win, it's great. Everybody's having a nice time. Nobody cares. Hey, yeah, sure, I'll pee in the cup. They lose. He was, It's like a Morgan there, and everybody wants to get out, and you are a massive problem for them. And he was telling me the story about this game he went to the other night in the Miami Marlins. The pitcher gave up this game-winning home run or something, and you know, he had to get this guy to pee in a cup afterwards. I mean, you imagine having to talk to a Major League Baseball pitcher who just gave up a game-winning walk-off home run. Yo, man, sorry, but can you pee in this cup? I'd be like, take that cup and shove it. Yeah, that's pretty much what these guys say to him. Well, I was asking you, Cap, because, you know, you're Wade Boggs or whichever. Great. Trey Gloss. Mm-hmm. Um, don't forget about Adrian Beltre. Nolan George Arenado. Brett. Mike Schmidt. Hey, Schmidt. Brooks, Brooks Robinson. Robinson. That's yeah. right. Jinx. Paul Molitor. Yeah. Paul Molitor, though, did switch to DH also, much like Edgar Martinez. Robin Ventura. Robin Greg, Ventura. Greg Nettles. Nobody here has mentioned Greg Nettles at all. Somebody in the circle of trusted. Oh, really? Yeah, very early in the proceedings. Anybody get to Frank Baker from back in 1908? No. Mm. Bobby Bonilla? Bobby Bo still cashing in. Mm-hmm, still getting paid like uh, a mug. That is a big deal or no deal each and every day at 630 adjacent. One more segment to go, dealer's choice. And Cappy is afraid of spider webs or something? I don't know, something like that. We'll find out from him next. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I like this video back in the day. The guy from Simply Red had like this long, red, curly hair that like would come into his face. He kind of reminded me of Casper Villa. Anybody see Casper's video today on Twitter? You I see did. that, George? I did, yeah. Hey, Casper, you he did are the man. a great job as always. You are the man, buddy. Appreciate you, bud. I keep holding on. It'll eventually get there. Yeah. I was going to say we both sang too early. I was singing too. No, it's a long, actually, um, long lead it's in. a long lead-in, yeah. Mm-hmm. Lead-up, I think, is the way you Long first it. verse. By the way, USA in big trouble here. Uh, Panama I thought up they were in extra time. They are in extra time. I've got it at 101 minutes and change. And so Panama's got a one nothing lead now after scoring. And uh, U.S., I don't know how much time is left here. Probably not very much. U.S. in big trouble here. Okay. And then we'll see what happens with Mexico tonight. Mexico. See. See. Game in Vegas. Hmm. Who's Mexico playing tonight? I don't remember. Jamaica, maybe? That sound right? Uh, I don't know. I haven't checked. I I'm thought you were all sure. over this. I'm almost were, sure it's Jamaica. I thought you were the soccer guy. I'm I'm not the soccer guy. I'm just interested. I was just better call say. Landon. Yeah, it call is Jamaica. Landon. Maybe it is you. Jamaica. I mean, if he's going to pay pay for your lunch, you might as well at least know what you're talking about. You expensive lunch, too. Yeah. Very expensive yeah. sushi place. Cappy, I was just looking at the ESPYs stuff, some of the ESPYs stuff now, and Haley Van Lith, who's um, an excellent 
uh, women's college basketball player who was at Louisville, now is at the champion LSU. She just transferred to, um, through the portal. Mm-hmm. She's there, and she's walking down, and she's being styled by someone I know, um, uh, Victoria Jacoby, who is she goes on Twitter by count on Vic and on Instagram and she's a stylist she styles a lot of NBA players she styles WNBA a lot of athletes right like that's what she does she's a stylist I I should have thought about her when we did the Mandy's to like talk to you about your style like Mm -hmm. we should have brought her on to just like discuss what you were going to wear or what you were wearing or whatever, et cetera, et cetera. Remind me next year we absolutely need to do that because she's posting a bunch of the athletes, uh, male and female, that she styled for the ESPYs. And I'm like, oh, this is what we should have done. We should have brought in a professional to talk to Cappy. Yeah, but on the other hand, don't you think that you could also use her advice? I mean, I go for oh, it. You that was pretty a straight up. I mean, you're like pretty... <laughs> You're pretty straight, you know what I mean? Like maybe uh, yeah, she... that that is my style. That I don't, I'm not trying to be outrageous. I'm not. I'm I'm just trying to do me. I know, but I'm saying like you, there's a way to spice it up and do you at the same time. I mean, perhaps I'm and not saying I'm against. I mean, she's a professional, so right. I would take her advice in a heartbeat. Right. But I, I'm just curious because you try to go for more outrageous right. and see how she feels about right. that. I mean, the first thing she's going to tell me is put on a shirt, fat guy. You know, that's like the first and then the second thing she'll tell me is put what was on a the shirt. first thing. I'm sorry. I missed yeah. that. Put on a shirt, fat guy. Right. Maybe. And yeah. then the second thing is going to be put on a shirt, old guy. Right. You know, so I'm sure that's going to be her first advice. Yeah. I think that we should have next time. What we'll do is we'll have at the very least, I'll send her the pictures. Yeah. Next time. And then see if she can do like what we did with like Sean McVay and those guys where right. they like commented. And then she can do just like a post on what's going on and like, you know, the outfits and stuff. So maybe I, we can still do that. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe on Saturday, July 29th at Rams training camp, maybe I should rock that jacket from the from the Mandy's. And yeah. then when Sean McVay comes over. Yeah. Tell us what he thinks. Yeah, maybe. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll use Vic. I, I feel like we should we should utilize her um, yeah. as someone I run into all the time at arenas. Like it yeah. makes makes a ton of sense. Okay, I'd like to do utilize that. the connection to judge your your drip. Right. Exactly. I wonder right. if I can hire her to style me. You probably need a lot of money, is my guess. Just for oh! one event. Oh! I mean, I'm just saying she's not cheap. Oh, I'm sure oh! she's I mean, not. She's working with professional athletes. Oh! Yeah, that's true. What are you oh! owing about? Yeah, what are what you a goal! About? What a goal by the U.S. Oh, I thought you were oh, owing because I was same. taking a shot. I was like, I was like, saying like, U.S.A. U.S.A. That's your goal, O. That's horrible. That's terrible, dude, bro. Yeah, seriously. I have a better goal. I have a better goal. ¿Qué es eso? No soy tan buena. Go, 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 go. has a good one. Sounds go like you're it. choking there, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Sedano did a long one, right? You did like what? Yeah. Choking? I don't it remember. did sound like he was choking. <laughs> I am choking. That was, a, that was an unbelievable goal. Somebody was doing the Heimlich on him. An amazing goal. Uh, speaking of goals, minutes? do you know who's yeah. on the line right now? Who that? It's Mario Ruiz. Hey, LAFC tonight against St. Louis at the bank. You were St. Louis again, Cappy? With his very own walk-up song, I'm, I'm walking up to my own song. How is that? I love that. That's fantastic at the at the game on Friday. Now, Cappy, can you tell Mario who the LAFC is playing tonight? Taking on LAFC is going to be the number one team in the Western Conference, St. Louis tonight at the bank. What is St. Louis though? The St. Louis Firebirds. No, they're not. To town. I told you earlier that this <laughs> on St. Louis City, yeah. St. Louis City Soccer Club. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What's up, Mario? It's a good one tonight. Expansion team in first place. Can you believe that? Yeah. They're doing I, their I thing. I mean, I can. I mean, I I recall something very similar. To be honest with you, so. 
Yeah, this is the first time ever here at BMO Stadium. The St. Louis is here, and possible Western Conference Finals preview here. There you go, Cappy. Hey, uh, Mario, What's listen, up? as much as we could talk LAFC, let's talk we gotta about We got to talk about this softball game, right? Be because, bro. I mean, I'm going to be out on the field tonight practicing because I want you as my teammate yeah. to know how committed wait, I am wait, to giving I, I you everything I got. I want to know what, what your walk-up song is. If, if Mario's doing his own song, what are you doing, Cappy? What I picked doing, out Cap? my song that makes me feel like I'm walking in slow motion and just gliding along the earth. Yeah? That's Disco Inferno, Jack. Oh, okay. You do you, bro. What do you have? What's your walk-up oh, song? Oh, come on. Bad Bunny, Dakiti. Really? Yeah, Not man. Gloria Stefan? Miami oh, that would machine? be good if it was like, come on, shake your body, baby, do that conga. That'd be great. Yeah, I did yeah. Bad yeah. Bunny last year. That's not a bad pit, bad, not a bad bow, choice right bow, there. Bow, Thank bow, you. Appreciate that. Bow, 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 when I walk up, Mario. You're batting cleanup, right? How is that happening? How is that happening? <laughs> yeah. I, think got, I think he got moved out of that role. That's the first thing I saw. I was like, wait. But why? Why do you think that's bad? I thought it'd be like Kirk Morrison or Matt Burke. Honestly. Yeah, but I listen. I have no issue. I'm hit, I'm happy to hit third. I'm happy to hit fifth. I don't care. I like to be in the heart of the order. Okay, I like that kind right. of pressure. Because you know I'm gonna get on. And oh, then exactly. Brionis will get on, and then so the next up will be Kirk, and that's so probably a home run. run. So we're up right. three. We're up three nil. Right. So then I come up and I hit a solo shot. Now we're up four. Mm. Okay. Okay. I like that confidence. There you go. Well, I've been out working. <laughs> I've been out working hard, man. I saw you. I saw that video on IG. Ramo Ramona said he needs to put his butt down, though, more if he's going to field at third. That's true. I agree with that. That's why. I, but, George, that's why I practiced. It's why I shot video. It's why I put it out for public consumption because I wanted coaching because I'm that kind of a ball player. Who's I playing shortstop? Who's playing shortstop on my team? Do we know? Well, let me look at the Is it Clint Yates? Oh, it's going to be Clint, yeah. Oh, it says it right there on the oh, white okay. the whiteboard. Yeah, but it doesn't say his position. Yeah, it does. It says it right Yeah, he's shortstop. Oh, no, it's his Mario. It's his Sliwa's Sliwa team. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. I'm shortstop on the Sliwa team. I know. I see that. That's me. why. Mario. Mario, Mario, you and me, buddy. I can assure you, you that. I yeah. was going to say, you know, you, me and Mario could have been the double play tandem. You know what I'm saying? But it'll have to be me and the CY now, you know? Mm. Mario, you know, in high school, they used to call me Hoover because I used to vacuum everything up. Okay, now. Now they should call you Dyson. Dyson. Yeah, it's a different vacuum brand that, you know, like. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh okay, my gosh, really? More <laughs> contemporary. That was a so, bad dad. Mario, yes, what do we bad. got tonight? Talk to me. Talk to me tonight. Yeah, St. Louis, man. St. Louis is. Louis. Uh, they scored 40 goals, 10 more than LAFC has scored. So they're wow. racking up a bunch of goals, and they're winning on the road as well. They're in first place in the West. So. It's on tonight. It's a good one. I know we have the ESPN LA Sweet Night tonight, so they picked a good one. Yeah, yeah. for sure. So we'll Shout be listening in. Jacob and Ronnie and all those guys yep. that are out there. We'll today. be listening on the drive home. Mario, you're the best, brother. We'll see you Friday. All right, guys, it's on. Get ready to ball on Friday night at the West Covina Sports Complex. Cappy, take us to break on uh, on the you know shouting out the LAFC. Great job, Cappy, Lindsay, Laura, and Christopher, and Beto for chiming in, and Mario for chiming in. Cappy, take CY. us to break. Take us and to the LAFC. Go. It's time for LAFC soccer right now on the home of your defending MLS champion, LAFC, on 710.